Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Earlier today we dropped beers and break evens. If you are a super coach player, make sure you tune into that one. Classic content talking about the last two weeks, and in particular this week, a lot of you are in your grand finals, which are must-win games. Make sure you get stuck into that. But we're going to go through the news on Clarkie's Rugby League column from the last 48 hours. So a couple of news stories to give my live reaction to. Make sure you go follow Clarkie on all social media platforms for all of your Rugby League news each and every day. Let's keep over the first one, Cameron Munster. The Storm have increased their offer to re-sign Cameron Munster and his management have confirmed they are in the ballpark. Interesting there. Personally, I think this is just all a negotiation tactic. I think that the Melbourne Storm coming to the party, um, I mean, it doesn't surprise me, but I think it's more so about lifting his value elsewhere. I imagine that this would be um, something put out by his management as well. I can't see Cameron Munster staying in Melbourne. I believe he will leave. Um, and with the Melbourne Storm coming of the party, obviously, being a very successful club. I think it'll just push his value up elsewhere. So, hopefully, Melbourne do keep him. It'll be unreal for the club, but I personally don't think they will. I think he will end up in Sydney or up in Queensland. I'm hoping it's at the Dolphins. I think they need a guy like him. So, fingers crossed, but I personally don't think he'll be staying in Melbourne despite these reports. I think it's all part of negotiating uh, tactics there. Jeremiah Nanai. The Cowboys rookie is three tries away from equaling Steve Menzies' record for most tries scored by a forward in a season. Quote from Nanai, it would mean it would mean something to me personally if I get that record. Hopefully I can make history. Pretty crazy to think Nanai, you know, second year of first grade at the start of the season, I'll be honest with you, I didn't have him uh, in the Cowboys' best 17. Uh, if you would have said to me, who's the best young back rower at the North Queensland Cowboys, I would have told you Highland Lukey. And I said all preseason that a lot of people that um, that understand their rugby league up in North Queensland keep telling me about this Jeremiah Nano, but I just hadn't seen anything of him. And, you know, the games that I had seen of him, he obviously wasn't coming up with these plays, so he sort of went a little bit unnoticed. I was a little bit worried about his defense, which I still was halfway through the year. But what he's done this year, 
year has been incredible. And to be anywhere near Steve Menzies as far as try scoring records go is fucking unbelievable. For those of you that are a little bit too young to remember Beaver and how good he was, just go and have a look at his season by season, his try scoring feats as a back rower. It's unbelievable. Then go and have a look at the top 10 try scorers of all time. He's well and truly in there. For a back rower, it's crazy. If you go back and watch some highlights of Beaver, the way that he used to score, just incredible. Obviously, he had a fantastic uh, combination with Cliffy Lyons. I was listening to him talk to Matty Johns on his podcast the other day, and Cliffy was sort of saying, you know, that they didn't even practice for what they did. They just had a natural inkling for what each other were going to do. Uh, and it was just so consistent. Every single week, they'd come up with something. So uh, for Nanai to be even in the same breath as the great Steve Menzies, an incredible effort. Only in his second year of first grade, which is crazy. Obviously, he's starting his career very hot, Nanai, so it is going to be a challenge for him to keep it up over the next few years because he set a high expectation that people will, will, will come to expect year in, year out. Uh, but I don't know. This kid's just got something special about him. And to be honest with you, I can't even explain every week how he manages to do the stuff that he does, but he just keeps doing it. So it'd be great to see Nanai reach that record. To be honest with you, I kind of... I'd be happy if he didn't. I'm stoked for him. He's got close, but Steve Menzies being a legend of the game and for, you know, a kid in his second year to come in and break that record, I don't know. I'd, I'd be happy for Beaver to keep it, to be honest with you, but if Nanai does do it, a cracking effort. James Tamo, the Tigers captain, has successfully downgraded his contrary conduct charge. He'll be suspended for one game and free to play in round 25. Great for James Tamo. I'm very happy for him. As I said the other day on Bloke in a Bar, uh, he's been exceptional throughout his career. He's always been a fantastic leader. He's had a brain explosion in this moment, um, and I understand why the NRL has gone down this avenue and let him play the last game. Uh, it is a bit rough after, you know, 15-odd years to take away that moment from him to potentially finish his career uh, and to have his career finished in the fashion it did. But I'll tell you what, I still do, I still will die on the hill of not really understanding why we don't take this stuff more seriously. Um, I understand this is a special circumstances, but this sort of stuff will happen in the future again, and it does worry me having a good bloke rule. You know, that does worry me a little bit. I think respect for referees has to be absolutely paramount, and in this situation, it probably hasn't. Um, I would also like to see Jimmy get on the front foot and do a campaign. Like we spoke about this with Brandon Smith, we sort of haven't seen or heard anything out of cheese since then from what I've seen. Uh, but to see Jimmy Tamu do something, I think that would be amazing. If he did it with cheese, even fucking better, it would be unreal. I'd love to see the boys get on the front foot, especially a guy like Jimmy who's played 300-odd games, uh, it would be great to see. So we will get to see James Tommy play one more game for the West Tigers and potentially his last game in the NRL as well, which is uh, a good outcome out of this, but I do feel a little bit sorry for all the referees out there that, you know, rightly so, you'd probably feel like you're not appreciated or that you're not you shouldn't be respected as highly as what I think you should. But anyway, uh, Tavita Pango Jr., Gus Gould has confirmed the Bulldogs back rower has been dropped to reserve grade despite his 925k per season salary. Um, yeah, he's obviously on, on big money, Tavita Pango Jr. I don't know if that had to be thrown in, to be honest with you. But he is playing pretty poorly. He has been dropped. This seems to happen at... You know, seemingly every club that Tavita Pango Jr. goes to. So it is becoming a bit of an issue. I think this will be the last time he manages to land a contract like this. Um, but I still think other clubs will sign him for five and 600K, which, to be honest with you, for the consistency that you don't get, that still might be overs. I know he's got he's an exceptional talent. He can do this, he can do that. We just don't see enough of it. Um, yeah, it's incredibly d disappointing how the career of Toyota Pango Jr. has played. The ability is just crazy, but the substance just hasn't been there throughout his career. I hope that he finds a home and he can make the very best out of it. Uh, but, you know, 
couple of clubs now. Sort of been a similar story to all of them, apart from, you know, a couple of weeks at the Penrith Panthers, um, which I was really hoping he'd turned a corner there, but he's arrived at Canterbury. And to be honest with you, we've sort of got more of the same. Hasn't had the crazy injury suspensions and stuff that he had at the Broncos, uh, but he's just been up and down and all over the place. So yeah, he's a hard one to Vita Payne Guy Jr. As I said a while ago on the podcast, I'll be shocked if he's still at the club at the end of next year. I just can't see it working out. I think they can spend that money elsewhere, potentially on going into the market for a really quality seven, depending on what happens with Flano. Our next story, Selwyn Cobbo. The Broncos have confirmed they are resting Selwyn Cobbo this round. Selwyn is just a bit tired. He's a young fella. He's had a big season with Origin, and we just feel he needs a break, Kevin Walters said. I'm completely all for this, and I saw some people on social media. I know that Kempi put up a post about this, and people, you know, commenting soft and, you know, grow up and all this sort of bullshit. People that have got, similar to me, people that have got no fucking idea what these guys put their bodies through. And just from talking to the guys that I've spoken to via interviews and, you know, being with Kempi and Shandor and talking about their careers and injuries and just week-to-week stuff like... I don't think we are really in any place to be calling a guy like Selwyn Cobbo, who's in his second year of first grade, who played Origin and got knocked the fuck out in it, by the way, soft and all this sort of bullshit. I think it's a lot of really uneducated uh, takes there by people. So I think it's good what the Broncos are doing. Their season's on the line. They've got an absolute superstar, but they're more worried about um, the long term as far as his career goes and the long term of this season as well. I think we underappreciate just how long NRL seasons are. Talking to Matty Buxton, the water boy, um, I was talking to him today about this and he was sort of saying, like people don't realise how injured these guys are constantly. He obviously used to work for New South Wales Rugby League and it's like every single person goes into origin, they're injured when they get there. Every single one of them and every single training session is late because there's strapping, there's needlings, there's all this stuff. I don't think we actually grasp how injured and how banged up these guys' bodies constantly are. Even, you know... When guys come into the studio and whatnot that are former players, like a lot of them can't sit still for an extended period of time because they've still got pain from their playing days. So, um, yeah, those sort of comments on social media, it's a minority once again, but I think it's pretty fucking bang average, to be honest with you. If you see one of your mates being that person, pull them up on it, tap them on the shoulder and just tell them, pull your fucking head in. So, yeah, I think it's great to see Selwyn Cobbo been given a break here. Um, I think he he's... You know, he's obviously made a call on his body. I've heard this has come from Selwyn, so good on him. And, you know, if it means that in the finals he's able to stand up and deliver even better footy then, I 100% back it. Uh, ben Hunt. The Dragons have reportedly low-balled Ben Hunt with a contract worth roughly 700k per season. Previous reports suggested they were prepared to offer $1.2 million per season, always with these figures and everything, it always sort of gets thrown around and you're not sure exactly what's true or not. If this is true, pretty disappointing from the Dragons. I think he's worth much more than 700k, but this is how negotiations work, of course. I still believe that he won't finish his career at the Dragons. I really do think there's a good chance he ends up at the Dolphins. If this is true... Maybe there's a world where the Dolphins could potentially look uh, to throw a contract at him for next year and he might be able to get an early release. Maybe there'll be dominoes that'll fall elsewhere. I would. I still think there's a really good chance that Ben Hunt ends up at the Dolphins and Jackson Hastings ends up at the St. George Illawarra Dragons. He goes back home. But we'll see how it plays out. Uh, hopefully for the Dragons faithful, you're able to keep Ben Hunt. Um, and I'll tell you what, if you're only willing to pay 700k, I guarantee you there's a couple of clubs out there that are willing to pay him around about that million mark. So it'll be interesting. West Tigers. 
Tim Sheens remains confident the Tigers are headed in the right direction despite having their worst ever season. From my point of view, we are still headed in the right direction the way I want it. Yeah, it's a bit hard to sort of comment on this because you're not behind the scenes with Tim Sheens. They obviously opened up the uh, Centre of Excellence or whatever the hell they called it the other day. Abby Curacao is arriving. Isaiah Papali'i is arriving. They're blooding a lot of young kids at the moment. Um, so yeah, as much as from the outside looking in, it looks like the Tigers are just in absolute shambles at the moment. They have got a lot of injuries. I think they're missing something like 50 out of their top 30 or something, which is just insane. And of those guys, Brooksy, Hastings, Alex Twole, like a lot of really quality players out of this side as well. So I do feel for the West Tigers, they're in a bit of a pickle at the moment. Um, and look, I'm not going to stand here and say Tim Sheens is full of shit. Tim Sheens has forgotten more about rugby league than I know about it. So uh, we'll trust in Tim Sheens. I did listen to Benji Marshall, who's going to be the coach in two years' time, did an interview with Isaac John on the Ice Project. And really interesting hearing Benji talk about just his mindset and everything and how he hates the word rebuild and, you know, they should be out there. Every single, every one of those 17 players should be going onto the field thinking, I am the fucking best player in this competition at my position. So it will be interesting to see how Benji Marshall and Tim Sheens go over the last few years. There's no doubting they are competitors and they are winners. Alex Johnson. Latrell Mitchell has called for his teammate to potentially join him in the Kangaroos World Cup side. I'd put him in the Australian side. He deserves it, he said. We spoke about this on the podcast a few weeks ago, actually, and um, I, I had someone reach out to me from PNG Rugby League who told me that AJ has come out and said that he only wants to play for PNG. He won't represent the Kangaroos. I actually thought he'd played for the Kangaroos previously. I did some research and found out he was only in the squad in 2014. He didn't actually play a game, so he doesn't have a rep. Um, and yeah, I find it strange that we don't talk about AJ more in the Kangaroos conversation. He's going to be the leading try scorer of all time. It's wild that we don't talk about him. Uh, as much as he doesn't have, you know, the coming out of his end and the aerial of your Selwyn Cobos, your Suwalitis, these sort of guys. Uh, he's scoring two tries every single fucking week at the moment. It's crazy. So, an interesting one. I don't know if the PNG thing is 100% true, uh, but if Alex Johnson is willing to play for the Kangaroos, I think he should definitely be in the conversation a lot more. Over the Cronulla Sharks. The Sharks have asked the NRL to allow them to host their finals games at PointsBet Stadium, as they do not deem Allianz Stadium as an appropriate home advantage. I hate, I fucking hate that a team like the Sharks has to play at Allianz instead of at Shark Park. They, they've earned that opportunity to play a home final. If they are there, let them play it at Shark Park. I think it should be up to the club. I understand the revenue side and everything about that, but the, the point of this entire competition is about winning the premiership. If the Sharks have an opportunity to play at Shark Park, they should be allowed to play there. It really, really does shit me. They'll pack it out. The atmosphere will be unreal. I don't understand. I just think we, over, I, we, we just try and outthink this way too often. It's happened in the past with Manly as well. They made them play at Allianz back in the day. You got fuck all crowd there. It's ridiculous. People want to give shit to you know, Cronulla fans or Manly fans saying they don't travel. They shouldn't have to. It's their fucking home game. Let them play at their home ground. I'm really passionate about this. I think if you've earned that opportunity, it should be your home game, especially if you're one and two. If you're five and six, okay, maybe I can hear the argument to have it at the other grounds. But if you're one and two, you've earned a home final to get one win away from a grand final. It should be at the stadium of your choice. Mick Potter. The Bulldogs interim coach has confirmed the club has offered him something for 2023. The quote is, I had a chat with Cameron Serrato and I think there will be something here if I want to take it, he said. An interesting one, if I'm Cameron Serrato, I don't know if I want him in the building, to be honest with you, and that's nothing against Mick Potter. Uh, but, you know, when things do get tough and things get a little bit awkward and if it doesn't go 
as perfect as to plan. I mean, you could have players looking around the room at the assistant coach and maybe they might have enjoyed it more when he was in charge. Uh, if I was Cameron Serrato, and this is nothing against Mick Potter, he's done a fantastic job, I would look for a completely new start. There is a side of things, oh yeah, but he can give you a bit of intel of what's been happening. Personally, I don't think it's worth it. I think you sit down, you have a beer with Mick Potter before the season. He can take you through, tell you whatever. You keep a good relationship with him. Uh, but I don't know if I'd be keeping him within the four walls, to be honest with you. Uh, the coach, assistant coach to players, that three-way relationship, uh, it's a very delicate one. You have to be very careful how you balance it all out. And him being so loved by the players at the moment and having a little bit of, a bit, bit of success when there's no pressure on his back, realistically, uh, if it doesn't go overly well for Cam Serrato, and there will be tough times, there's no doubting that whatsoever. It's not all, all going to be, you know, grand finals, premierships, hugs and kisses. There are going to be tough times over the next few years. I don't know if I want Mick Potter. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today in the same room as me to be completely honest with you but I think Mick Potter could go to a number of other clubs and do a fantastic job as well be interesting to see what Cam Serrato thinks there's the other side of it where it's worth having him in there and I can understand that argument but I'd be a little bit hesitant especially going into this club to be honest with you guys that's all the news from Clarkie's Rugby League column uh, make sure you go check him out on all of your social medias uh, to follow him to get the news every single day When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.